Hi and welcome back to this channel. This is Is That So with Silantoe, where the aim of this channel is really just to talk about government and understand our role in improving the governance in our country and through this we can create a politically empowered generation. So today we, we have a guest um, in our first episode of Meet the Candidate series and our first guest is Jimmy Wanjigi. <laughs> uh, you guys may know Jimmy, he's the presidential candidate of Safina Party, not ODM. And he's also the CEO of Kwacha Group of Companies. Welcome, Jimmy. Thank you, Susan. You are Thank our you. first guest. Karibu, I'm very honored. Very, very honored. <laughs> yeah. So really, I think we just wanted to have a discussion with you. Just know who are you. We've, we've had like a lot of things about you, but we just really want to hear from you. Uh, and so that a lot of people on this channel are young people who are you know, trying to vote in the next election, and they're looking for a presidential candidate to vote for. So hopefully through this conversation, you know, we'll hear a little bit more about you and if they, if you convince them, <laughs> maybe they will vote for you. <laughs> so the honor is on you. <laughs> um, so like, we, we just want to start on a light note. Um, we, if you, if anyone looks at your website, they see you're a father and you're a husband, hopefully to one wife. <laughs> um, so I don't know, maybe you can tell us, uh, <laughs> where did you meet your wife yes. and how long have you been married? And how many kids do you have? <laughs> I, uh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I, I now understand why your show is called Is That So? <laughs> um, I met my wife 25 years ago, got married 25 years ago. And um, we're having our anniversary, I think, this month. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you. 25th anniversary? 25th anniversary. Nice. So we've been together a long time. Okay. Um, I met her at a birthday party. A birthday party? A surprise birthday party of a friend of ours. Okay. And the minute I saw her, mm -hmm. I knew she was my wife. Really? Really. Okay. I actually saw her. She came in with her sister, and I knew she is my wife. So that's a real thing. Like, it's guys... a real thing. It okay. actually happens. Okay. And we didn't even talk. We just smiled at each other, and she walked up, and I said, that's my <laughs> wife. So I told my friend, I have to meet her. I have to meet her, which I did a few days later. And we both knew it. Interesting. Six months later, we were engaged. A year later, we were married. Six months? Yeah. A year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only challenge is this is not a, a relationship podcast, but we would have gotten more into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. How yeah. many kids do you have? Uh, two kids. Okay. Uh, Mina and Wangui. Okay. Uh, one is 22, the other is 18. Okay. 18, actually, now she's getting two. And um, I do have one wife. I don't have two or three or four. Thanks for clapping. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're president, you don't have to do the Kibaki speech of no, I have only one no. wife. <laughs> and I don't know of any other kids that I have other than those two kids. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll just dial back into politics now. Um, so you're, you're vying for president, yes? But let's just go back. Like, when did you actually join politics? I know the, the first time we ever heard about you was probably in about 2016, 2017. Um, and it came out that you're this financier of campaigns. So before we even get to you financing campaigns, like when did you even get into politics? Uh, history politics. Okay. No, that was in politics. Okay. He was uh, the first MP. He was an MP of Kamkunji constituency. Yeah. 1969, after Tomboya was killed. If you know Tomboya, you know young people don't <laughs> So Tomboya, Mm -hmm. uh, was killed and he became the next MP there. So he was in politics for about uh, 25 to 30 years. Uh, so we grew up in politics. That's what we knew. Okay. Um, but I can tell you the first active, real active part was when I came back from school. 
Uh, Where did you go to school? Uh, Canada. Okay. Uh, that was the advent of multi-parties. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, um, you've never seen such a boiling pot. It was a very exciting time. Mm -hmm. You had what you called a dictatorship. You had one party. You could not vote for any other party. Mm -hmm. Right? You couldn't be in any other party. You had a constitution that said you couldn't even imagine the president not being the president. That was a treasonable offense. Yeah. And um, there was a great man called Uncle Ken Matiba. Matiba, I've known ever since I was very little. Mm -hmm. And Uncle Ken had this thing for Jimmy. You thought I gave him luck if I stood around. So I found the heat of multipartism mm -hmm. at its peak. Um, he was being followed everywhere. He was under pressure because he had stood up with Charles Rubia mm -hmm. and Jaramogi and eventually Raila to say that the section of the constitution called 2A must be removed to allow for multi-parties. And that caused mayhem in terms of the political arena. Uh. Moy was intolerant mm -hmm. and um, draconian in his ways of dealing with it. So people were being arrested, people were being detained. Uh, Matiba was eventually detained. In fact, I think four days before he was, we had just had breakfast at Lillian Towers and a group of special brands. Those days we didn't have mobile phones. So special bank using NIS now, yeah. used to follow you with line of sight. They had to see you. So they would come around you and they were extremely visible. Interesting. Um, so he got arrested four days later uh, from that breakfast. Mm -hmm. Was detained for a couple of months. He got uh, a stroke. The next time I saw him in Nairobi hospital, he didn't even know who I was. Interesting. The stroke had done that damage. Mm. So you imagine in that revolutionary spirit, um, that was my inculcation. My father was also harassed mm -hmm. for standing up for his constituents mm -hmm. in a place called Moroto, Kampunji. You had then a group of young Turks led by Paul Moita, who's my party leader in Safina. I see. You had uh, Orengo, you had Raila Odinga. You had all these people that ended up creating what was called Ford, Forum for the Restoration of Democracy. Mm. Being harassed all over town, mm. okay, and being detained. So that was my introduction. Hmm. And you imagine we were at the forefront of this, so you, getting advice from all these, I all see. these people. Seeing a revolutionary spirit hmm. that actually got very inculcated in me. Hmm. I think in our family we have it, because my father, my grandfather, was known to have been part of Mau Mau. I see. So I think it's in our family. My father was also a man who stood up to authority, against authority. He did with Moy. He had even during Kenyatta's time and called after J.M. Kariuki had been killed. Um, the inner circle that you now call the deep state. We, at that time, it was called the inner circle. Okay. That was surrounding Jomo Kenyatta as a people that are bringing down the country mm. with a sad political assassination. So you can imagine that is my spirit. The background. I'm revolutionary. Mm. Yes. So, so like your first instance of actually getting into politics was that, that period. Was so plugging instance. into that revolution for the second liberation, second yeah? Revolution. Okay, so then how did it grow from that to you being the guy who finances campaigns? <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's a bit, there's like a black spot there that we're not very sure about. Well, financing <laughs> campaigns is only a part of politics. Okay, but, but it means you're deep inside it, right? Yes, I have been. I have been deep inside since that time. So, so tell us that, I, I can tell that you the progression, process. The progression uh -huh. went on further mm. because after the 92 elections, mm -hmm. um, James Orengo uh, came to me 
and uh, we started uh, i started funding that was my first funding mm -hmm. so imagine at that young age i was able to have done some wheeling and dealing in this good town of ours we had done yeah, doing what i was oh all sorts of things <laughs> yeah, like know. what name just you know the unfortunate thing i'll tell you i started a company called beans limited okay yeah okay beans limited was to collect garbage mm -hmm. right we broke the barrier before only the city council would collect the, the county of nairobi could collect mm. garbage mm. from your house mm. and they they said that they provided you with a bin that was their receptacle mm. and on your water bill you paid for those services 40 shillings a month yeah so i convinced them that they could not collect garbage it was all over i mean town was littered mm -hmm. this town was littered with garbage mm -hmm. so i convinced them that i am all going to offer a complimentary service yeah right? you, know, you know why you know I'm, why i'm like hmm it's because so how did you get into this space where you can convince the city council people like at that point where you like you you'd been involved with the multipartism yes. uh, movement but you're coming again to the same government that you're fighting to be like, hey guys, can I help you collect well, it was, garbage? It, it, it's why, if you have an idea, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't know why you see barriers. Unfortunately, okay. a lot of people see barriers, they uh -huh. don't see opportunities. Okay. But, I don't see barriers. Okay, okay. I think we are, we are digressing, first of all. Let's, let's hear your journey yeah. in politics. And then yeah. we'll come back to the money issue. Yeah. <laughs> but no yes, okay, yeah. so go back. Now you are, you are in this so, movement. So, so we got into, we started a movement called Mageuzi. Mm. Mageuzi was primarily to bring changes further mm. to the constitution of Kenya. Okay. What had happened in the 92 election was that it was the advent of multipartism. So yeah. a section of the constitution called 2A that barred any multi-party elections was mm. removed. We said there were other reforms that needed to happen. Yeah. So we helped fund Mageuzi. Mageuzi led to what was called IPPG as a political settlement. Jimmy, you're funding these people even yeah, at that yeah, time. Activity, but you know, activities was not much. Okay. It okay. Was not that much. Okay. Okay. It was okay. a few demonstrations in Nairobi. Uh, Make sure we have some pills for people so they don't get sick when they get tear gas. Okay. Right. <laughs> we, we, okay. It was public awareness. Okay. In those days, demonstrations were a very big thing. Mm. Nobody had the courage to do them. Yeah. Okay. And the police were were, were vicious, very violent mm. on on us. But mm. we took to the streets. We went on those streets. Okay. James Orango was a great mobilizer. But you imagine we had branches all over the country, even a Kakamega branch that was uh, headed by Bonnie Halwale, mm. just to show you how diverse and how people entered politics. Now, um, after Mageuzi, Mageuzi gave birth to something called IPPG, which mm -hmm. was a settlement primarily pushed by our foreign donors, okay. where they put um, Mageuzi and the government of Kenya together. And that was significant. Because the agreement of that was that Moi could not stand again after the 97 election. Mm -hmm. And that was a very big win. Very, very big win. So you can see we progressively mm -hmm. have been part of revolutions that have made different uh, milestone mm -hmm. decisions in the country. Okay. You must remember, please, mm -hmm. that constitution never envisaged a president leaving office. After so two terms. That was yeah. a very big thing. There was no okay. two terms. Yeah. This before came that, with the yes, yes. yes. Before that, there was no Twitter. Yeah. So you, you can imagine how big a milestone it was. Yeah. Um, you know, it, because it, it, it changed the country. Mm. Changed the country. In 2002, um, I was part of the wing that brought Kibaki. I was in LDP. Mm -hmm. That was a formation with George Saitoti, Raila Molo Odinga. Uh, you had Moody Awori, you had Kalonzo Musioka. That formation of LDP, mm. we had started all the way back in 2002, 
2001. We had good friends in NAC, primarily Charity Ngilu and Wamalwa and Kibakiri. So we participated as much as we could mm. to help inform NAC. We saw the moves that Moi was making and eventually ended up creating a rainbow coalition. If you recall, I don't know whether you know enough history. So you know, you of know course anything, I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in, 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 in 2002, there's a famous um, tea that Saitoti, um, Raila Odinga, and Kamodo had at Norfolk. Mm -hmm. And the press conference of that was that we're starting a rainbow coalition. Mm. I was right there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so it tells you. You've been part been of this thing for a while. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's 2002. Uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, in the Kibaki government, mm -hmm. we believed it was a very progressive government. Yeah. Extremely progressive. Um, the world opened up in this country. Yeah. Right? Opportunities galore. Even media like this, which could not be there before, now started uh, getting buzzed. Mm -hmm. Right? Mobile phones. We forget many things. But yeah. Mobile phones really took their route at that time. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, there was a hope of opening up of media space, mm -hmm. of, of economic space, business opportunities. Kibaki was a fantastic economic leader. What was your role in his government? Uh, that's a good question. Um, let me say this, that I had two primary roles. Mm -hmm. I was not an official of the government. Okay. But um, it's a government I supported heavily. Mm -hmm. So I was part and parcel of a... Of, of people who used to think tank okay. about political direction okay. and economic direction. Mm. And um, I, I believe it was a very progressive period. Mm. You know, the greatest thing about uh, President Kibaki, he looked at a country with a very broad mind. Mm. He had no pettiness. Okay. He saw big picture. Yeah. And he's the kind of man who you went to and all you wanted to know was which is these barriers that are stopping any growth. Yeah. I removed them. Okay. He, he was not part of blocking anybody. Yes. It was, oh, those are barriers. Okay. Why don't we remove them? Yeah. Just to give you an example. He was so progressive. That's how we have MPSA. Oh, interesting. If he, if, he had, if he had agreed to the advice he got from the central banks of this world, mm. we Kenya would not and have. the banks, mm. who were saying that Safaricom is receiving deposits, mm. So they should have a banking license. Yeah. You'd never have had MPESA. Okay. To him it was, oh, no, but this means money moves very quickly between people. People. That's great for the economy. Yeah. Which are the barriers I need to remove to allow them to operate? Mm. So it showed you just how progressive he was. Okay. So so you you were like a think tank kind of guy who helped think through um, direction that the country could take economically at the time of Kibaki. Yes. Um, so that progressed into the the coalition government as well after 2007? Yes. Okay, so then yes. then we get to 2013. Yes. And then you were behind Uhuruto. Yes. Um, I, have a, I have a story with that. Okay. A, a very big story. Okay. First do you, you want to tell us about yes. that story? First and foremost, okay. <laughs> the two of them mm. asked me to help. Okay. All the way back in 2009, 2010. Um, the advent of they are being announced in the, the suspects in the ICC. Mm. So they, they came to me. So they must have seen capacity in me to assist them to overcome a major challenge mm -hmm. that they had in their personal life. Why did they come to you? Did they tell you why they came to you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm known as that man. 
Why are you known as this man? <laughs> I'm known as that man. Maybe I have I have great ideas. Okay. Even maybe I have great ideas. <laughs> I have okay. a great strategic mind. Okay. That I believe that's where they came to me because it's not that they needed money. Mm. Contrary mm-hmm. to what they, they needed ideas. They needed a strategy mm. about how to as to how to overcome a major challenge they had in their lives. Mm. But on top of that, mm. I think it was a major, a major, major situation for this country. Okay. Um, we're talking about peace, and these were two warring communities mm-hmm. that had come so fresh into a seven to an event we had ne- a horrific event we had never imagined in this mm. country. Mm. 1,400 people lost their lives. We've never seen that. Yeah. Uh, we had had clashes before, but this was just unbelievable proportion. And and you must understand what it takes to bring people who are skilled blood together to yeah. come to the table. Mm. Um, communities. It was it was massive. Okay. The feelings were very entrenched. Yeah. And um, that is why we participate for the more, not, not necessarily for them, but for the country. Okay. Right? Okay. You see, even as a businessman, you can't thrive when there's no peace. That's true. I'm not that kind of businessman that thrives when there's no peace. Okay. You thrive better when there's peace. Mm. The market is bigger, it's more progressive, people mm-hmm. are, you know, people there's are investment. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. So that, that's where I exist. So this was very important. Mm. The second, is that we had a generational change. Okay. We're now moving from our father's generation to ourselves. To you guys. To my generation. Okay. Yeah, Susan, I know where. Yeah, yeah. But it's difficult. So we're moving from one generation to another. Mm. And that was very important. Okay. Um, because then you are bringing about new thinking. Yeah. Fresh thinking. Uh, an open-mindedness that had not been there. Okay. Right? Kibaki had started that journey. Mm-hmm. And it's handed over to his more or less like his son. Okay. And that's how we came up with this great clarion call of uh, analog and digital. I don't know whether you remember. Oh yes. We, we were, that was the, that was actually the generation. the first election that I voted that in. You voted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, I hope we identified you as digital. You identified with digital. Us guys were the outliers. We voted for for whoever else was there. <laughs> 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 but uh, but. So the role that you're playing in that particular mm. campaign and then eventually in that government was mm. also the same role you're playing in the Kibaki one, like a think tank kind of thing. You helped them overcome this thing that they were going through at a personal level, which, by the way, was also a national Classic. problem. It was a national problem. It wasn't just a personal thing. Um, so what role were you playing other than helping them think through it? People only say, oh, you are CG given. I don't know what tenders. And then... The standards didn't work. Is that true? No, people like to simplify things. Okay. So, you know, we are in this. We actually love our country. Okay. I think I think people should uh, not misunderstand us. We are not doing all this for mm. personal benefit. Mm. We only thrive when the rest of the country is, is thriving. also thriving. Yeah, that's true. So, so you know, we actually look at the country, okay. not tenders. Okay, but Jimmy, you know, people like to like to little <laughs> these things. I can assure you, mm. and I'll be, I'm, I'm very clear about this. Okay. Um, we, I did so, as I said, because it, it, it was for the nation. Okay. Right? Mm. And my only request to my two friends mm. was if the country saves you, you we must to... save the nation. Okay. That was it. Right? Along the way, we disagreed. In fact, it didn't even take a year. What did you disagree about? Because it was no longer about saving the nation, it was still about themselves. In what so way? I took, <laughs> you know, you have an economy. Uh-huh. 
And the decisions you make in an economy, mm. the government is the biggest decision maker in an economy. Okay. And you must understand that government is all that we live. You know, I think young people don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should tell them. And it really, it really, it really is, uh, is, 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 is quite disturbing. Okay. I believe that the biggest and the worst form of illiteracy mm. is political illiteracy. Okay. That's true, actually. And that's even why we have this channel. So that, like, at least we can get to know a little bit more about it. People do not understand it. that everything they live is siasa. Yes. But but Everything. but Jimmy, wait. We are so, we are still talking about these people. Yes. So wh- why so, did you so, so like? What, what is the problem? See what happens when you start making decisions <laughs> on an economy that is going to affect um, all of us in time. Mm. When you start making bad decisions that are going to ruin our lives, mm. then we have a parting of ways. Okay. Right? Okay. I'll give you a good example. Yes, give me an example. I was very annoyed about SDR. Mm-hmm. SDR was a project some of us had begun during Kibaki's time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And by the climax of it, we had a project on the table with the same China Road and Bridge Company mm. that could have been done privately. Okay. Right? In what way? This government Explain what privately to turn means. It, to turn it privately means this. Yeah. A PPP. Okay. Public-private partnership. Mm-hmm. So all we wanted from Kenya Railways was the following. Yeah. We'll do an SDR mm-hmm. from Mombasa to Malaba. Mm. Okay? Yeah. A thousand kilometers. Right? Mm-hmm. All we want to do is take your way because the land is there. Yeah. Where the rail passes. Mm. So on that, we can cost it. And that is your shareholding in this enterprise. Mm. Yeah? Yes. And we'll pay you even rent every month if you mm. want. Mm. We want to now expand the rail, mm. right? And put our wagons. In fact, our wagons, we're actually going to farm out to those people who actually move goods and services. Yeah. Most of the goods. Because goods is where there's money, is you know maize, palm oil, fuel oil, things like that. Mm. So they are not very many players, okay. and they were willing to bring the rolling stock. Yeah, okay? yeah. So a partnership is PPP, okay, where government does not put in any money. Ah, uh, so the, it's the all privately funded. It's all privately funded. But then the public will come and pay back this money no, because no, it's no, being no, used no. by yeah by the by public. The public yes. Yeah, but gov- the public does not fund it. Okay. Right. But yeah. the public pays, pays for the to services, use it. but okay. it must be competitive. Okay. Otherwise, we choose alternatives okay. and grow. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. So that is what we did. Now, okay. we had a costing of 55 billion. Okay. Right? Yeah. Now, this government decided to turn it into a government project. Right? Mm-hmm. It became, from Mombasa to Nairobi, 380 billion. Mm. Now, and that, they're saying publicly funded, mm. debt, no return. We could not see, I could not see a return. Mm. All I could see were problems for Kenyans for the years to come. Mm. And I think I've been vindicated. Mm. I've been vindicated. Okay, that's, that's that real today. Uh, right? Doesn't make money, it's making uh, losses, and yes, we're not able to pay back the, the debt properly. Every, <laughs> every single day just moving. Yeah. So 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 that was one of the reasons. It was about debt, uh, the, the debt that a was being accumulated. Of non productive debt. Okay. So now, this what, all what, happened in the first term. And it's important you understand how this is done. Uh-huh. Okay, what happens is this. You have a pot called Kenya. You have so much money, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that we collect in revenue. Mm. Okay? Yeah. Then you say, what is this pot supposed to do? Right? Mm-hmm. So during Kibaki's time, let's say for every 100 shillings we raised, mm-hmm. right? Kenya revenue got. Yeah. Right? 18 shillings was going to date. Mm. Right? So you had now something like what? Uh, 80, 72? Yeah. Going towards 
other things. Yeah. Going towards other things. So you could pay salaries, you could uh, pay for operations, OPEX, right? So mm-hmm. police vehicles have got petrol. You could pay for some capital expenditure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You could you could do certain things with that hundred shillings. Mm-hmm. Now we are reached a stage where seventy five shillings of every hundred is going to that. Mm. So you have squeezed out what we can do, what the can money do. that can be used for other you things. You need 30 shillings for the counties. Yeah. You're already in debt. Mm. You need another 50 shillings for salaries. You're in further in debt, 55. Mm. You need 30 shillings for petrol, for police. Mm. You're 85 shillings in debt. Mm. You're borrowing that money from the local market. Mm. So you and I mm. are crowded out. In we banks. can't borrow from we banks. Borrow from banks. Okay. okay. So these are decisions one makes and it's not productive. Yeah. But why is it being made? Yeah. Why is it being made? What is the motive of mm. taking non-productive debt? Mm. It's so that reason. our children and our children's children keep paying for somebody who's eating, putting money in their pocket. Yeah. Okay. Years to come. In other words, the pot is not enough. Okay. Increase it so that we so make, that we make, we more make money. our part and take off. So, so that was one of the reasons why you disagreed with, with the Huru and Rutu. and one policy. That was one. Okay. It was basically about running the economy. Yeah. I also was not happy with the belligerent politics. Okay. I did not believe after all that had been achieved, mm. that the stand was to fight the opposition in a belligerent manner. Okay, what is belligerent? Belligerent. In a non-tolerant manner. Okay, okay. What had happened mm. um, after that election? Yeah. And you remember that election went right up to the Supreme Court? Yeah. Where you had Raila Odinga taking the, the contest to the Supreme Court. Mm. He lost. Mm. Right? Yeah. In my house, I had Raila Odinga and President. Mm. Well, we agreed that now there'll be an understanding of how the opposition operates, mm. how government operates. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we must talk about progressive, mm. the progressive nature of the nation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All those promises were broken. Well, so okay. now it was Mabishana. We were fighting. Okay. Mabishana. Uh, so, so, okay. So then the you guys didn't agree. But 2017, you came back to support um, Raila. Which is fine. You, I, I think you, I've seen you've talked about this quite a bit that he's a progressive guy. You, you've also talked about how during the multi-party time you guys were actually fighting for the same thing, and that's probably why you ended up supporting him in 2017. But now we're in 2022, and you're against all of these people. <laughs> you're, you, you're not supporting either Uhuru and Raila who are, who seem to be together and you're not supporting Ruto as well. I don't know, you've not told us whether you're not supporting him, but you're vying for president for yourself. Your first question is, why am I not supporting Either of those, yes. Uh, because there's different times for different uh, situations. Mm. Kenya is now 60 years yeah. since birth. Mm-hmm. And I am a strong believer of history. Mm. That there are periods in history that define the politics. And it's called a generation. A mm. generation based mainly on pop culture okay. is known as 30 years. <laughs> okay. Do you know why? Why? Because that's normally the time music changes to a different grouping. I see. Yeah. <laughs> After 30 years, there's different music that comes in, mm. that changes the it direction. It becomes a whole other thing. Yeah, it becomes a whole other thing because younger people consume different music. Yeah, they right? do. They like do. I have to relate now to Genge. Okay. Do you and, and do you relate? Actually, I, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Some of it is really good. Okay. Really good, right? What's your really favorite good. song of this? Uh, that's of a good question. Ones? I, I like a group. I like I like Major, by the way. Okay. Um, I really like Major. He's, okay. He's, he's really very good. There's a group I I really support in Naibasha called Naibasha's Finest. Okay. That are that are very creative. Interesting. They just sell uh, some mitumba and 
it's a very young group, but uh, very progressive. <laughs> I see. So, so you know, okay. I, 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 at first it was shocking. I, I didn't you understand it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't understand it. Uh, but slowly I'm, I'm, I'm getting You're getting into it. Okay. So 30 years uh-huh. is called in pop culture mm. a generational change. Right? That's mm-hmm. why it has been earmarked. A generation okay. is 30 years. Mm. Okay? Okay. So you imagine when you're one, you're mm. 30, you cannot, you know, you, you can relate to people who are one. Yeah. yeah, okay. Now, um, we have had two periods. We had the independence revolution mm. in the advent yeah. of, of, of Kenya. Mm. That was independence. Yeah. And there are reasons why we got independence. One was, of course, our local fight. Mm. The second was what was happening internationally, because mm. we had been colonized. Yeah. And all our events tie in with what is happening internationally. Mm. So at the advent of independence, we had our local fight called Mau Mau mm-hmm. and our struggle for African nations. But even those that did not have fights, remember, got the independence around the same period. Yeah. It came in, in the advent of the beginning of the Cold War. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's true. Russia had now become a power, and the West, who are our biggest colonizers here, mm-hmm. were afraid of Russia liberating us. Yeah. So they decided to free us and hold onto our country so that mm. Russia does not come in. Yeah. And Russia got into a few countries. Mm. But they were afraid of the form of governance. One was communism, one was free market. Yeah. Capitalism. Mm. The end of 30 years, the advent of now multi-partisan, yeah. was a period that coincided again with what was happening abroad. It was okay. the end of the Cold War. Mm. The end of the Cold War, now the Westerners looked at us and they said, hey, there are too many tin horn dictators, mm. right? Mm. And these tin horn dictators not only have made money, have done what they're controlling their countries, now we need them to also not focus on us too much, eh? Yeah. Bring democracy. The mm. greatest thing about democracy is that it makes us look at each other, not other people. Yeah, that's right? true. That's so true. we were made to look at each other, mm. freed up democracy, so-called multipartism. Yeah. That was now the advent of the next period. As far as I'm concerned and history is concerned, a lot of that climax in the 2010 constitution. True. Okay, so now we have done our 30 years. We are now in a different revolution. Mm-hmm. Again, it's coinciding with what is happening outside. Mm-hmm. What is happening outside is two major phenomena. Mm-hmm. The first is climate control, climate change. Mm-hmm. We are underestimating its impact here. Yeah. I like the fact that young people are, 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 are talking about it. It's a major issue. Okay? Yeah. That is changing our world. It is the biggest threat to mankind now and into the future. That's COVID. Okay? That brought about a whole new awakening to the way the world views itself, especially the West. Now, I want you to look at both. The greatest thing about both is that its cure is natural. Mm-hmm. You deal with climate change by, by doing away with um, fossil fuels and going back to green energy, mm-hmm. focusing on green energy. Right? That green energy is in abundance on this continent. Abundance you cannot believe. Mm. I think, in fact, the greatest abundance. Mm. And that is the fuel. Yes, yeah, 60%. Mm. That, is now the, that is now the fuel that will fuel the world, mm. the rest of generations to come. Yeah. Right? Then you have COVID. COVID, what is the deal of COVID? Oxygen? Uh. <laughs> are you not given oxygen? You are. You are. And vitamin D. Yeah, and C. Some, and C. Yes. All natural. <laughs> yeah. Which is again in abundance here. We have our sun. Mm. It's in abundance in our fresh food. Mm. So understand that we have another colonization coming. Okay. 
So we are at a different period, mm. right? And this time we must get it right, not only in Kenya, but Africa. Mm. We must get it right. Mm. Otherwise, what will happen? Mm. It will happen as what happened during the time we were colonized here in 1885. Yeah. Right? They came for our land and our resources, mm. and they made us their workers yeah. and slaves. And now they'll come for our energy. And they'll now come for the same thing, our resources. Yeah. Right? And make us their workers. Mm. Whereas we are the people who must be kings. That's true. <laughs> we must use this to dominate the same world mm, that dominated, that dominated us. us for far too long. Mm. But the, the weakest link that, here is the leadership. Yes, and that's the biggest link, not only here, but mm. in the continent. Yeah. So this is a different period. Mm. For example, Raila Molo Dinga, who I supported in the last election, mm. he is a hero of the second liberation. That we give him. But to transfer to the next liberation, because this is a, another revolution, mm. He can't. Yeah. His father tried to go from one to another. He failed. Yeah. He cannot. You can't be a hero of all the revolutions. Of all of them. Yes. Okay. Because you don't identify with it. That's true. This is an economic one. Okay. It is an empowerment one. It is. It, it needs very different lenses. Yeah. So, yeah? so I'm assuming this and is why. Got, let me tell you, we have got the human capital. Young people have the power. Mm. They need to be unleashed, mm. and they need to have a very different mentality. They mm. must have a conquest agenda. Okay. Not a slave mentality. Not mm. a defeatist mentality. Mm. A conquest agenda yeah. in their minds. This is a time for their power to be unleashed, removed from all shackles that yeah. held them. Yeah, okay. and I and I hear you. Uh, like with with the position that we are at as Africa, um, but then I think young people are really grappling with this. You see how you talked about the second liberation, where now we are looking at each other. Uh, and now we're even looking more at ourselves. I think with COVID, because it's like, oh my God, I have nothing. I don't. I don't know what. Uh, how how does someone start forming that uh, conquest mentality? But, but here, here, is this what is this what your candidate yes, is about? That's what my candidate okay. Is about. Okay. I am trying to tell, especially the young people, mm. that this is actually their time, and this is the best time that they've ever had an opportunity. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you say they are looking at COVID and feeling depressed, yeah. they are feeling depressed because opportunities were taken away. That's true. But opportunities were taken away even long before COVID. That's true. By a government that was not thinking about it. Mm. Right now, they should see the positive end of this. Mm. See, I see a glass half full rather than half empty. Mm -hmm. How many of our people die in Africa? Not as many as the rest of the world. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. That tells you. That there's something special mm. because they predicted how many people die out of COVID in this continent. Right? Yeah. They say we are densely we see we are together. Yeah. We are. Busy, no space. We don't have hospitals. We don't have this. Yeah. Well, look at what happened. That's true. We are walking here. Yeah. We've conquered. Okay. Without their medicine, <laughs> without all their things. Yeah. So there's something very special about. About us. guys, we have to cut this episode here. This is part one, but please stay tuned for part two. It's gonna drop soon. Watch out.